You may remember Carl Mankey. We told you about him this past summer. He's the 77-year-old from Owasso, Michigan. He's a barber who defied Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive order to close his business during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mankey kept his shop open, and although he took all the recommended coronavirus health precautions, the state pulled his barbering license. The Michigan State Supreme Court recently said the governor's executive orders are unlawful. They declared them unconstitutional. As a result, a county prosecutor has dropped all charges against Mankey. Well, Carl Mankey joins us now from his shop in Owasso, Michigan. Carl, this was great news for you, but I understand your license has yet to be restored. Tell us about that. Well, my license has been restored. Uh, it was restored back at the, the Supreme Court, Michigan Supreme Court ruled 7 to 0 uh, against the governor's actions that she returned my license without a hearing because she didn't give me a hearing. It was more of a police state tactic, which was pretty typical of this governor. Uh, so they had to return my license, but now they're giving me the hearing. So, you know, but nonetheless, I, I predict that it'll probably go the same way as these other things have. The Supreme Court also came back against her uh, and said that everything that she has done after April 30th of this year is invalid. So it's uh, she's having to start all over again with a lot of things. And she's shifting things around, trying to somehow or other save face. But uh, uh, the Supreme Court has pretty much ruled against her. Well, I, I understand the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court, said she needed to have legislative approval on these things. Uh, you just can't go and pass laws without the legislature. That isn't what the governor does. Well, I remember the start of the summer. Ten Michigan state troopers descended on your shop just to serve you that cease and desist order. That seemed a bit excessive to most people. Why did that happen, Carl? And how did most uh, Michiganders respond to that? Well, you know, for the most part, those guys were doing the job that they were, you know, they have to do. Um, I have a good relationship with the with the law and order, the police departments. Uh, I I knew I understood it, you know, that they. They had to do that. They had to bring those in. I offered them all a haircut. You know, I said that uh, they looked like they needed one, and you know, they they came in and. But there was no resistance here. I had uh, I had families throughout this barber shop. Good heavens, I, I remember that day because I had quadruplets in here, and they were jumping around and you know just having fun with with uh, uh, being kids. And they, these all of a sudden these stormtroopers come in, you know, with you know all serious. Well, you know, I kind of softened it up a little bit by uh, I, I had no hostility against them. They were just doing their job. How did the local media depict you there? Uh, were they depicting you as someone standing up for your constitutional rights or as a crazed, reckless barber? Well, I think, you know, that's a that's a good point here. You know, I, I was, I've been thinking this over. They really didn't support me, but that was OK. I would much rather err on the side of being a little crazy, pushing the edge maybe a little hard, than ever err on the side of where people would consider that I was walking the same path as cowards. I, I can't do that. Uh, so I would much rather take the, you know, the road that I've taken, regardless of our, our local newspaper here is pretty left. Has anyone you know, in your shop gotten COVID-19, Carl? No, no, none that I've ever heard. They, they contact trace, from my understanding was, is that uh, they contact trace 3,000 people that had gone through this shop. You know, those that 
they weren't all getting haircuts. They were a lot of them were just coming in to, you know, to support me. And uh, uh, nobody, they, nobody got COVID. So, I mean, this has been six months and I'm still standing here. I haven't gotten COVID. And I know um, you've always said uh, the reason you wanted to stay open is you had to feed your family. You had to pay your bills. So how is business now? Is it still down or bouncing back? Well, it's, it's off a little bit. You know, it's off a little bit. There's still people that uh, see what, you know what I, what I, it sort of distresses me that we are developing a nation of neurotics, you know, with this stuff. Uh, and it, uh, there isn't a good balance, you know, of information that's coming from both sides of this thing. There are scientists that are saying that this, at this point now, that original narrative has been turned on its head that we're not all dying. There are not two million of us or two and a half million of us dying of COVID. Our hospitals are not overrun, uh, but we don't hear that news. We only hear the fearful stuff, you know, and I like that little anachronism, you know, of, uh, or an, an acronym called FEAR, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. And that kind of fits this whole narrative right now that the, the government is putting out. Okay, it's quickly, quickly, Carl, because we're running out of time. Finally, what do you say to governors of other states that are still shut down? Stand up. You know, open up. You know, uh, quit acting like a neurotic. You know, look at the science behind this thing. Don't just look at your political career. Look at the truth behind this stuff. I challenge those guys. They're cowards. You know, they, they, they won't stand on the side of what's true and right. They stand on the side of what's politically correct for them at the particular time for their own, uh, for their own advancement. Okay. Would, the the man here. who stood up for the Constitution in Owasso, Michigan, Carl Mankey, thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you.